Welcome to the second episode of No Regrets Radio. My name is John McCambone. For those of you who don't know me or what I'm about, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Deep Root Records, New York's fastest growing independent record label and entertainment company, and author of Do You and Champion of the Fucking People. Alright, so let's get it started. This episode, let's fucking call it In Love With The Process. I mean, right now it's 3 a.m., in the office, actually 3.58 a.m., New York, Eastern Standard Time, got my green tea. Um, you know, I've I just been putting this podcast off for a long time, and I just felt like I just had to drop drop some bombs, drop some knowledge today, or t- tonight, this morning, whatever. Um, but, I mean, it's like the saying goes, think you can, think you can't. Either way, you'll be right. So I was like, fuck it, let's do this podcast. I'm never going to be able to do it because... You know, it's been so busy. Um, we have a new release coming out on the record label. Just acquired this um, entertainment and music business as well. Hired two new label managers. So it's just a lot of stuff happening. And if I just keep putting this off, it will never happen. And I think, you know, that's that's a lesson in itself. I mean, if you have time, you're up and you can do something, just fucking do it. Trust me. All right. So um, in this episode, you know, I want to touch base on two important aspects for young entrepreneurs and young professionals in general. And those two things being one, the number one as- asset that a young entrepreneur and a professional have over others, I believe is time. And two, it's falling in love with the process, which always leads to results. I think a lot of setbacks for young people on their road to success and whatever it is, is they want everything now, now, now. The fame, the success, the fortune, the respect and admiration from their peers and those who said they can or couldn't do it. I mean, with the way some businesses have even been built, it's based off of investment rounds and big funding, seed round after seed round, to how in this day and age, things have the ability to just go viral with little to no cost. I mean, people are still forgetting there are a lot of behind the scenes that are going on. Which leads to the, you know, that funny comedian becoming famous over one week. Or that musician who went on to having that number one hit in the road from one, re- from one release alone. Or that college student who became a millionaire overnight because of that groundbreaking app he developed. The majority of these people, I can tell you, were working their ass off some way or another before the above turn of events ever happened to them. There were a lot of little turnaround events and little pivots in between that led up to their big break, I guess as you call it. So let's just erase from our minds now that we are going to reach our somewhat vision of success, which changes all the fucking time, every day, every year, just as time goes by and we all experience new things within our lives, careers, and businesses. And, you know, let's just commit to the fact that this is a journey. It's not a race. It's a fucking marathon. If we reach where we want to go in record fashion, awesome. But let's just focus on getting there. As if you don't get what you want in life now, but you get it in five years, trust me, those five years will be worth it, and you won't be looking back on how long it took you to get there. You'll just be grateful to have made it and only looking forward to what's next. Now, now that this is out of the way, um, remember, time is also on your side when you're young. Yes, it is a fact that we're all going to die. That's just fact. And we don't necessarily know when, which is why I urge you to start living like you do only have one life and be grateful that you have today. And every moment you are breathing. But let's also remember being young means that you naturally have more years 
left in your life. Like, if we were to take the average, I don't know, lifespan of an individual, if you were 25 years old and wanting to start a business versus someone who is 35 years old and wanting to start a business, you have 10 more viable years of potential growth. Or let's say a 10 years head start. I mean, let's say you begin to build an event company at the age of 25. I'm sure by the age of 35, should you do all the right things and make all the right plays, which will come with sacrifice, trial, and error, and all that comes with growing a company, you are naturally going to be in a better position, I would hope, than someone who knows nothing about the event space and who's thinking of starting their own company at 35. The future you at 35, because you decided to start when you were young, will have had 10 years on them. Take the time you have now to grow and know everything you can about your space. Become a master and pro in your industry, whatever that may be. And even if you are working within a company, learn all you can about your role within that company. The company itself, its competitors, its innovators within the space, live and breathe it. Someone who is older may have amassed a certain amount of wealth or investments by, you know, naturally being older, whether it's years in the workforce, connections, experience, etc. But in an older age, the fact is you have more responsibility, more bills to pay. Maybe you are already beginning to start to have a family and therefore that's in the mix. I always tell people running a growing company is like raising a child. Spoiler alert, I do not have a child. I can't make 100% claims to this. But like a child, a business requires constant nurturing, monitoring, and absolute care and unconditional love. If you wanted to grow to be successful, operating entity, this is the kind of this is this is the kind of responsibility and devotion you have to give to it. There are no days off. Every day revolves around your baby in some shape or form, or in this case, your business. So if you are a parent and running a business or a parent and a president of a firm, it's like you have another child you're responsible for, especially if you're the founder, because everything is on you at the end of the day. Any problems that arise are your problems. You can't put the blame on anyone else because at the end of the day, the buck stops at you. Your business is an extension of yourself. Running one business, trust me, is easier than running several. So be grateful and appreciative of the fact that you are young and either have a sense of what you want to do or have the time and luxury to experience or find out what it is you want to do. You can fall on your face, make mistakes, and pay for your mistakes as well, and wake up the next year and be fucking 26. That's something to not take for granted and realize that your time will come, so just be patient and use this time to your advantage to figure out how you're going to impact the world, grow, and do what it is you always dreamed of doing. Don't run in the race or or take a path because all of your friends are doing it, or do X, Y, and Z because everyone else has taught you to do that. Do and try what interests you, whether it's nonprofit, investment banking, real estate, etc. You don't have to start your own thing or build an app to do so, or just just follow you know something that really you're passionate about because in this race, there are no participation trophies. You either win or lose. So focus on the game you were meant to play and the journey you were meant to experience and lead. I mean, you have this time now, so fucking do something with it. You may not have the money or the skills, so use this time to make money and learn the skills. Take take just one weekend where you would usually be watching, I don't know, the Game of Thrones or your favorite sports team and read or listen 
to a book on, you know, what your focus is. For those of you, you know, working day jobs in order to provide the basic necessities for you to live, that's fine. But after the job ends, I mean, take three to five hours out of your day. And if you have the luxury to not have a job, i.e. can stay home with your parents or don't need a job yet in order to, you know, have basic life necessities, take fucking five plus hours out of your day learning about what it is you want to do, writing down ideas that you have, getting good advice and feedback from others in the in, in your industry, and then looking to execute. Do this day in and day out, and I guarantee you only progress will ensue. I mean, as you begin to gain knowledge, as I've learned, and hone in on a particular set of skills that are valuable to the market and the world, you start thinking of ways to monetize these skills you're obtaining and, you know, what you're learning. So as you begin to think more and more ways to use your expertise and your talents and knowledge to offer value to others, go out and execute these ideas. I mean, as you execute, you will find, you know, right away what information or and or skills are more valuable to others, you know, which services or information produces a higher ROI, and also which ones are more time-consuming than others. And knowing this will only further help you on your journey to grow your business or your career. Now, if you're lucky enough to cheat your business or hobby as a 9-to-5, go all in, put the chips all in, and don't look back. I mean, use this time to learn all you can, do all you can, and Fall on your face as much as you can. I mean, every day should be a day of just you in the dirt and in the trenches, in the trenches, learning and analyzing, perfecting, adapting, implementing, and then doing it all over again. Do this for a whole year, 365 days. Think of this um, as your senior year of high school or college, and we know how fast that flew by. And what I can guarantee is that you will learn a lot, get closer to an idea of what you want to do in your life and what you want in life be a lot further along than when you started 100% and learn if you are on the right or wrong path I'm telling you know now that knowing all of this is going to be worth every hour you spent and any money invested than you can imagine this is for anything if you're in a job whether you want to be or not go all in like just have no judgment or bias each day and just do your job 100% every day and then see what you think after one full year of giving it your all and just you know eating you know shit and just fucking just doing the job and seeing you know what you can make the best out of it and see if you love it I mean if after that that year you love it then you know hey you're on the right path I mean if you hate it and you tried your best to you know come in and start each day anew and happy day then whatever you're doing it just isn't right for you but at least you know 100% what's right and what's not so use this time to figure you know part of it out but you won't know any of this if you don't dive in full heartedly to whatever that thing is that intrigues you even it even if it is for like a few hours a day over a year I mean another thing to note while on this journey is to fall in love with the process which was you know the next theme that I want to talk about in this podcast I mean just falling in love with the process of whatever it is you are doing. I mean, those that become committed to the process of something become not only better at whatever that process is that leads to a certain result, they end up getting better results, especially those that never look down upon or take for granted the steps that, that led them to a certain result. I mean, without these steps and without going through the right processes, there are no results. 
everyone wants to be successful. Everyone wants to have financial freedom and quote unquote make it. Yet everyone who hasn't made it has fallen in love with some sort of the process. I mean, Michael Jordan or Kobe didn't didn't get to where they were by just having talent and playing the game. There was a process and a routine involved to being the best. I mean, having talent and showing up are fucking prerequisites to success. I mean, the curriculum is vast, let me tell you. <laughs> like, it's what you do with your talents and what you do when you show up that determines how successful you will be. For pro athletes and elite athletes like MJ and Kobe, this meant waking up at a certain hour, eating the right certain foods, training X amount of hours every day, all year, and doing this again and again, each year, every year, rinse and repeat, before the end result of winning a championship ring happened, or leaving a legacy behind that was fulfilled. I mean, if you are someone who doesn't like practicing, doesn't like waking up, doesn't like sticking to a certain diet, or doing the same drills and routine over and over again, then maybe being a pro athlete or elite athlete just isn't for you. I mean, if you don't learn to fall in love with the process of that, the results just won't come. I think I have been so successful myself at launching a label in an already saturated music scene from scratch with no context in the industry at all, no money, um, is because I just became laser fucking focused on the processes involved in amassing databases upon databases of, you know, some of the most influential companies, people, and just emerging artists within the industry, along with all it takes to build a brand and name before seeing any net profit or returns. I mean, for me to be able to get my foot in the door at, at Atlantic, at Sony, at Universal, at Ultra, you know, among other major record labels, and just to have them get to listen to my artist's music, you know, when I first started out, just involved no shortcuts. I mean, it was simple, but there was a process. I had to do my due diligence. I had to research the A&R team at Atlantic. I had to connect with key individuals on LinkedIn. I had to build rapport and initiate conversations. And then when the time came and my artists had compositions worth listening to, I had to compose the emails with an easy, you know, streamable link for the team to access and listen to. And did this every time without fault, following up every five days until a response came, whether bad or good. I mean, this same kind of process was involved when we decided to release our own music on our own label and, you know, we needed press. Press, I mean, isn't always generated magically. I mean, actually, for those who think having something newsworthy or having great content is all you need, you are highly mistaken. I mean, if there's anything you learn from this podcast, be fucking proactive. Send your content to blogs, press, tastemakers, influencers, people within the industry with clout and reach. I mean, don't have a release plan, especially in the music business or anything where, you know, there's a tangible um, product that can be marketable or product reveal and think you are, you know, the shit because you think your product is dope and you just release it in the hopes that people pick it up, purchase it, read it or what have you. I mean, or else you will be staring at a blank screen, my friend, looking at either zero dollars in your account or 100 plays from your friends in high school listening to your release. You have the whole world at your fingertips, so do something about it. I mean, especially in the music world, to garner press and release takes more than just having good music. Just don't get it. Don't get it twisted. This follows for all competitive markets and industries. I mean, there's a process behind getting your release on publications like The Source, 
fader billboard and you know for tech startups the same thing applies i mean two weeks before we have a release we make sure to have the release ready we make sure to have a a link where you know these tastemakers can stream the music privately i mean for key people and publications to listen to before it even hits the market we then have to find and research writers and editors who are well known within that genre and before we send on the email to these individuals and publications days beforehand we work with our team on how we were going to spin our release where we were going to place and distribute the record and we then proceed in writing why someone should feature our release among other submissions and potential features. Every action, whether how hard or how fast you're working, should have a fucking plan behind it, should have a strategy behind it, or else you're just working hard, like I said. True hustling is working with a purpose. And should then, you know, someone choose to write about the release, we need to have our graphics team finish and supplement creative or marketing material, which will, you know, entice people to click on respective release or write up. I mean, then draft the press release or document with all the info, artists involved, and label social, track description, etc. And then when the release finally comes out, your track is written about. Now, you can also pay a PR person, obviously, but once again, you need to have all this info ready for them. In addition, if you don't have any money, you are the fucking PR person. Bottom line is, things don't appear just because you created something. Remember that. If no one knows you created something, it's like it was never created. Now, I mean, now, sorry about the rant, but now that this is all done, when you're making a, a press release or, or coming, up, coming up with the release of a product, I mean, you have to be cognizant that you prepare these things in a timely fashion and you have a pre-marketing schedule and plan or else you're just leaving it up to the market to fate or what, what have you. And you are the master of your own fate and the world, you know, to move your release or product forward, it just would be a mistake for you to just... I have a great product release and just let it go like you have to be proactive you have to play on offense I mean there's a process involved and if you don't like getting artwork and material made you don't like having your track ready two weeks in advance and coming up with marketing materials and plans coming up with a press release then why are you even trying to release records this is just for you know music people you know to all my music people out there but like I'm saying even with anything it's all a part of the game and you can't just skip to making the goals point blank in whatever industry you are there are strategic plays and moves involved into making that goal and one can argue everything leading up to making that goal is even more important than the goal itself when you begin to love the process you can also find ways to perfect and multiply the process which in the end helps to multiply the results I mean the way any person or business scales is by reverse engineering that process adapting and adjusting it to be even more efficient than you know proceeding after that to duplicate and multiply the scalable processes we will touch more on this idea you know of multiplying and and um scaling through this principle you know i like to call compounding time that's that's going to be a great talk but um i'm going to give you an example of scaling through the use of processes first by using the story of how i scaled my my candy company when i was seven years old yeah yeah they, they used to call me the candy candy man so i'm going to get into that story real quick i i think it will really you know illustrate you know this idea of scaling you know processes I mean, <laughs> I remember like it was yesterday, and I mean, my first net profit in sales ever made was $30, and it was by selling a tub of bubble gum, double bubble to be exact, and I knew right away 
If I wanted to make $90, I needed to find a way to sell three of these tubs. I mean, it's not hard math or science. There's no secret here. It's just simple math and reverse engineering. I mean, if you're currently making $1,000 a week doing X and you want to bring that up to $1,000 a week, 10X your income, you need to find a way to do that, to do what you are currently doing 10 times. I mean, it took the skills and the process it took for me to sell one tub of bubble gum and figured out, you know, how to sell three of them. I mean, I widened, I widened my network from school to after school and then to the surrounding neighborhoods. Three locations, three tubs of bubble gum. To increase my profit margin, you know, I started buying other products that had a lower cost of profit. And then, you know, with now I, less quantity, more profit. So now I can sell the same amount, but increase my income. And I would have never thought of this if I didn't hustle hard enough and duplicate my original process three times. Same goes to, you know, when I was doing limo rides to events and clubs during my internships in New York City. I mean, I was doing one or two events a weekend with the limo ride to the club. I mean, I was walking into the venue generating a profit of around $200 each ride. The limo fitted 20 guests, not including myself, at $20 a person cost of $200 for the one hour limo ride and you know I wanted to figure out how I could double this amount to $400 without charging 20 people $30 each therefore I decided to find a way to you know get 40 people to come to the party with me forcing me to order two limos which I was then able to get the limo company to drop the cost by $50 which I used to buy goodies for the limo and since I was now ordering two limos from them you know they were okay with you know lowering the cost and I would have thought of never thought of making a fleet out of organizing you know one limo ride if i didn't fall in love with contacting people organizing the rides collecting the jacksons and then duplicating it i mean from doing this process over and over i was able to organize better deals for my friends such as free entry into the club and with the you know event organizers i was working with and yet receiving the same payout from the venue on the amount of people i brought since i was now bringing the club 40 to 60 people a night and not 20. this allowed me to trickle down the benefits i was receiving um to my friends and with an increase in cash flow i began to buy things for the limo to make the experience even more enjoyable booze gum candy obviously candy curated music free entry to the club etc and now this allowed me to raise the price of the limo to 30 dollars allowing me to now make 400 per limo ride or 800 in total walking into the club and now hence this doubled my income but yet with the same number of limos too and i i mean i just follow this method and I, I, I implemented it with our current yacht parties and the series that we now throw in the summer as a record label. I mean, from two to now six to eight, from two you know yachts our first year to now six to eight yacht parties a summer. I mean, going on you know our third year this upcoming summer. I mean, it's been a while since the limo days, and you know we moved on from limos to yachts, but. Our yacht series would have never happened if I was scared of the process of promoting and the things that come along with having someone pay for something intangible like an experience repeatedly. So what I'm saying is just fall in love with the process and, and the pro with the process and the results will come. Fall in love with the process and the results will come. I mean, after seeing how the process, process and processes, you know, translating into results and just loving the grind of the process itself and the realization that without the process there is no results 
There is no fulfillment. There is no final goal being achieved. It's very important to just be happy, present, and active within the game itself because that is when you begin to figure out how to perfect and then multiply it because causing you to automatically multiply your results, which if your results directly lead to revenue being generated, that means more money. If it's reach that's being multiplied, that means more people being targeted. If generating results happens to relate to lowering your cost, and that means having the same product or result produced at a lower cost and money, and I would say money saved is money earned. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're young or have time to work on your project and business, use every hour you can to learn, grow, adapt, experiment, execute, and do it again and again. I mean, make time work for you and be time's best friend. I mean, whether you are young or old, fall in love with the process and the results will come. Like I said, do you have no regrets and let's start living as if we have one life, which we actually do and not to. I think too many people are living as if they have more than one life and it just baffles me. Like once you are gone, that's it. There's no take backs. There's no half seas or second chances at life. You get one me. I mean, so let's get what's ours. Love you all. Stay happy. Remember, if it's hard, you're doing something right. If it's easy, you aren't working hard enough. I mean, sorry if you were looking to hear something else, but I mean, too many people are just lying to you. I mean, with me, I ain't going to lie to you because lying and sugarcoating things never helped anyone trying to change their lives. With that being said, I think next episode, I want to talk about probably self-awareness and, you know, happiness, I think, relative to making money and how these things have nothing to do with each other. So peace and love till next time, fam. Good night.